Welcome to You, Me, and the SEC, the podcast about the intersection of SEC football and culture. And for us, this is an early week. We're going on Wednesday night for this recording for week five because we are taking a trip to Washington, D.C., where we'll watch very little of these games, if any. Right. Yeah. So we're early, but you know... We'll get to this. A lot of games have been moved around this week. That's true. So, so we, we're we're just kind of following suit yeah, for our own reasons. Everything's getting moved around uh, with the uh, the events happening in Florida uh, with Hurricane Ian. Uh, so uh, every time I hear about Hurricane Ian, I pronounce it like my big fat Greek wedding. How the dad pronounces his name, Ian Miller. And so in my head, I have Hurricane Eon. Share more about these Greek accents (laughs) that you're willing to deploy. That's a great movie. It is fantastic. That is one of my top 30 movies, I would say. (laughs) I was like, how how far do I have to go down for it to be included? Because it's not, you know, you don't come out of the gate saying, that's the best movie I've ever seen. I mean, nobody says that. And even like top 10 is stretching it. But I feel like top 30... You could safely put I it in there. I just feel like you're like made this big statement. That's a great movie. It's in my top I've 100 movies I've ever okay, seen. Okay, I didn't. I said 30. I said 30. I feel like you're it's saying still, something when it's, it's 30. Less, it's less impressive when you say. Well, that. nobody's gonna come out swinging with my big fat Greek wedding. I might. I really love that movie. What a great era for movies, though. Yeah. What, what was that movie made? What oh, year? I want to say real quick. What do you say? 2004. Okay. Is my I'm gonna guess. go with 2001. I'm gonna look it up here. On the big Greek wedding. That's what I typed in. It was made in 2002. Uh, just just a little off. Yeah. Uh, anyway, where were we? Um, Eon. Oh, Eon. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's not laugh about the hurricane. No, How sorry. dare you? How dare you? No, but things have been mo- gotten moved I around. I just pushed and- the button, but it was the blank one, <laughs> and there was no sound there. You were expecting it. I didn't even notice. I wanted the okay, but so, it, it didn't But work I out. think that... That's going to be a factor in some of these games this weekend. Yeah, I think uh, is games that are played in the uh, the eastern part of the country. Um, I know Clemson, NC State is uh, game day. Okay. So that might be a little tricky. Uh, but I don't know if any of these SEC because we got Arkansas, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, uh, Missouri, Auburn, maybe Auburn might. And then Florida has moved to Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then by then, it should be okay. I'm sorry, I had to burp. <laughs> I'm also having like a little bit of a, a thing. It's not like you're getting you emotional just for, no. <laughs> about it. Um, talk, talk for like South Carolina. 10 uh, South Carolina State got moved up to Thursday night because of that too. So, but you're right. I don't know how much like Arkansas, Bama, UK, Old Miss. I, bet, I don't. I don't, I don't think know. it's going to be an issue. Well, I think it might for Auburn, and I think it might for Florida. It definitely is for Florida and South Carolina. So, But they're both playing, what What do they call them, FCS teams? At different times. Uh, South Carolina is playing South Carolina State. Mm-hmm. What do you know about South Carolina State? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, I don't either. They're the Bulldogs. Uh, did you know that uh, South Carolina has played nine times on Thursday mm-hmm. since Steve Spurrier came uh, in 2005, mm-hmm. and South Carolina is eight and one okay. on Thursday night. All right. uh, their only loss was against Texas A&M in the season opener in 2014. Do you know that why that game was significant? Why that was the first game broadcast on the SEC network. 
There you go. Remember watching it nice. in our basement with the pheasants in nice. Richmond. Nice. Good times. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, so that'll be our first game of the weekend. And I don't, I think that they're like a 20 something point favorite, South oh, Carolina. At least. Yeah. I think I don't it's think, actually a lot more than yeah, that. Yeah. I don't think South Carolina State is doing so hot. It's an FCS team. So, and they're, well, yeah, they're but you and, can be good at FCS team. Right. I think they're one and two. I right. Think is what I saw. Yeah. So it's not uh not not great on that. Um, nice slurping of that tea over there. <laughs> so I'm snotting and you're slurping. What's next? Sorry, We're off that, to a hot start. We're only four first, minutes in. It's that first sip of tea that you don't really know how hot it is, and so I probably should have done that away from the mic. I'm sorry. It'd be like, well, <laughs> just get on in there. Um. So yeah, there we go. Um. So Thursday night. South Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, former University of South Carolina student body president Ebby Yazdani uh, was. To- I don't know why I'm telling this story. This is actually for a different topic, so never mind. I'll just <laughs> say that. <laughs> I'll just say that for another day. Another whole day. Yeah, like we it's don't even like get it today. Well, no, I mean it's a story about a particular tradition at South Carolina, and maybe I'll say that for another time. Okay, that's so fun. <laughs> All right, so moving to Saturday. Um, we don't have a whole as many games as we're used to. Um, no, there's only uh, I think there's only five games on Saturday now, Mm -hmm. and they're all conference games, which is great. Okay, it's about time that we got rid of team playing directional Colorado Mm -hmm. and Air Force and other places. Right? I'm sorry, Air Force, which is in Colorado. Right. So it's a it's a tough look. What's wrong with Colorado? What Colorado do to you? Not not the anything that I know of. Uh, but we have yes, we have these five games. So we have Kentucky on the road at Ole Miss. We have Alabama uh, at Arkansas. Uh, We have Texas A and M at uh, Mississippi State, and Georgia is playing at Missouri and LSU at Auburn. So five. Uh, great matchups. No, that's no four great matchups, and then Georgia Missouri. Why don't we start there? Yeah, so Georgia Missouri. This is possibly one versus fourteen. That's a yeah. That's that's very possible. And and the whole conference. Yeah. Um. The only thing they have in common is I don't think either of them were really happy about last week, but their no. scale of unhappiness it's is true. Very different. Remarkably different. Very different. Um. You know, it just takes me back to one of the first couple of years Missouri was in the conference and they came to Athens and won. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was one of the last Mark Richt years. Uh, but I don't think this is going to be something similar. Yeah. Now, we talked uh, the, a couple days ago about the drama surrounding top recruit Luther Burden mm-hmm. uh, and that he may be a little discontent where he scrubbed his Instagram That's and right. put patiently waiting. Yeah. Uh, for a status update. So, of course, everyone had their own interpretations of that. Uh, but on Monday, late Monday, while we were recording, likely, uh, Luther uh, wanted to put rest any concerns that the fan base had, and he tweeted, Mizzou fans, please don't misunderstand my intentions. I'm always a tiger, tiger in all caps. Just be patient. Here we come. Hashtag reset. Hashtag M-I-Z-L-B-3. Okay, then what was he doing? I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure what he was patiently waiting on. Yeah. Can we power rank what do you think he was patiently waiting on in that moment? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Is he, like, patiently waiting on an NIL deal? NIL deal, perhaps delivery pizza. Um, like, maybe he was waiting for a girl 
Like, hey, wow. Okay. Well, maybe that too. I don't know what's in, going on in his life. Okay. I mean, there could be all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, anyway, he, he definitely uh, threw cold water on those rumors. Uh, but he was hurt in that game against Auburn, and I'm not sure if he's playing against Georgia. Uh, not that it's going to matter. Uh, the line for this game is 28 points, and I don't think it's going to be that close. So yeah. we'll see. What yeah. if Georgia comes out and wins by 10? That like, would be are, the, are the alarm bells sounding at that point? Yes. 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 Very much so. I don't even think they're alarm bells. They're like, you know, raging siren pissed off bells. Raging Siren Pissed Off Bells. Yeah. Perhaps my favorite genre of bells. <laughs> uh, also happening at night uh, on the Golden Plains, LSU and Auburn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Auburn is a nine-point underdog at home to the fighting Brian Kellys. Uh, what's your take here? Seems like these are two programs that always are in some sort of distress. And when they get together, I'll share in a minute, distress usually happens. But what are you, what are you thinking here? Well, neither of them are ranked, and both are three and one right now. Right. Um, which, like, looking a little broader, and we'll talk about A and M and Mississippi State. They're both three and one as well. Yes. So all four of these teams are kind of in the same boat, but they're really not at the same time, even though they have the same record, which I find so, fascinating. So of these four teams, I think it's pretty obvious the one that is. No, I don't think it is. Let's let's think about this. So these four teams, A&M, Mississippi State, LSU, and Auburn, who feels best right now? Who who feels like, whoa, what happened Sorry, there? Sorry, I bumped it. It's like a lightning strike. I know, it got in my ear, too. <laughs> Sorry. Um, who feels best right now? Who Who's feeling 3-1? I can deal with that. What do you think? It's between A&M and Mississippi State. I, I, don't, I honestly, I don't really know. Like, A&M, you have, like, their loss – was to was it Miami? No, who was it? Uh, Appalachian. Oh, never yeah. mind. Um, okay, never mind. Although Miami lost to MTSU, so I don't know. But A and M just got that win against the Pigs. That's right. So like their wins have been better, but Mississippi State lost against LSU. I don't know. I would, I would argue Mississippi State, but I feel like they're like more unstable for some reason, and I, I don't know why. I feel like the the team that feels the best right now is LSU. Okay, well, and we're I, thinking differently. Well, okay, well, way to shut that down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's LSU because they lost in a ridiculous way in the first week, mm-hmm. and then they put together three very good performances, a statement fourth quarter against Mississippi State. I feel like LSU's feeling pretty good. Now it's about to get tougher, right, if they lose to Auburn this weekend then, you know, the the wheels have fallen off again. But I, I feel like they're in a pretty good position uh, with, a, with a tough stretch going forward. I think State really, like, sees that LSU game as the missed opportunity. So everybody was riding the, the bandwagon, and yet they kind of fell off in that fourth quarter. A&M still in, uh, I think, a shroud of mystery. And Auburn, God bless. You know, A.J. McCarron, remember him, mm-hmm. right, of Alabama quarterback. He, mm-hmm. he said this week, I, I think even today, that he has been told, his sources at Auburn have told him that Brian Harson is done, that he's already been told at the end of the year that he'll be gone. Mm-hmm. Then AL.com says that that is actually not true, that that conversation has not been had. Yeah. Does it matter? I mean, under what circumstance does Brian Harson come back? If he wins out. 
Well, I think if maybe- he beats LSU, Georgia, Old Miss, Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, don't forget. How's that tea over there? You okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Don't forget Western Kentucky there mm-hmm. on November nineteenth as well. Yeah, big, big red. I don't know. He, I think he he doesn't have a leg to stand on. Like out of the four of those, Auburn's definitely the most unstable, and that's just because of their coaching thing. See, I wouldn't put LSU at the top because Brian Kelly's so new. I don't know. Yeah, I don't but there's trust that. Like there's a that. New coach. There's that hope. There's that expectation. Yeah, but why didn't Mississippi State have that? Yeah, well, he's been there three years. I and know. He's had and... three years to try to like win a game like that, where you know it comes down to the wire, and they're losing that game. I mean, that's a it's a tough position. So I think LSU's feeling kind of better about. I that. I mean, quarterback situations, Mississippi State is. Well, yeah, uh, but that's a different question. Well, if you're looking at like who you feel most secure about, I would look at their well. That could be a, one sure. That's a criteria position. you yes. could use. Yeah, I'm sticking by Mississippi State. Oh. That's what I'm gonna say. All right, but you know, life. we'll see. So LSU is headed to Auburn. Um, could Auburn Jesus come? Well, listen, he needs to come back again because he made a statement last week and maybe a little bit of a uh, Jesus fighting the Tigers. I know it's not the Lions Den but maybe the tiger pit mm-hmm. uh, and, and maybe we can, we can see that happen again you know, there's uh, because also, Auburn needs it. There's also a hurricane possibly affecting that game as well. That's not going to Auburn. It, I it's mean, like they'll get up. rain. I mean, that's pretty, yeah. Auburn's pretty South there. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just saying miraculous things could happen in the midst of a hurricane. Okay. Really biblical things could happen. Okay. That is my lock of the week. Okay, please tell us. It's it always is. my favorite part of our previews to hear your wildly subjective locks of the week. What's this one? Is that Auburn Jesus will show up in the middle of a hurricane. Okay, okay. So step one, if it's the sun is shining, <laughs> that'll be a tough start. That's a tough start, I think, for your prediction. True. But we'll see uh, We'll see what ridiculous stuff happens in that game. There have been some things. I read a couple of stories about the history of this rivalry. I don't think it gets talked about enough. Because Auburn's got, you know, two or three other teams. LSU's always in their, like, titanic struggle with Alabama. But there's been so many crazy things that have happened. Uh, there's a story in 1988 where LSU beat Auburn, wait for it, 7-6. to six. Oh my um, gosh. I know, crazy story. Uh, but they were they were trailing 6 to nothing with less than two minutes to go when they scored. Uh, LSU did to win a uh, the win the game 7-6. to six. And when they scored late, it set off a celebration inside a Tiger Stadium that registered the 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 sound and the the vibration and such registered across campus on the geology department seismograph. Though, as an LSU seismologist later said, uh, just about every big touchdown celebration uh, at Tiger Stadium produces a Richter scale worthy jolt. I think they get some sensitive seismographs <laughs> there in Baton Rouge. Uh, we're an unstable stadium. I don't know. Well, and that's another thing about that stadium. I, from what I've been told, uh, that stadium is just like a rock, of, a big rock of concrete. Yeah, it's like alcohol filled basically. So it's a you know, it's not the most modern and pristine thing. But I feel like that's LSU's brand. Yeah. And then there was a game in 1996 in which at Auburn. Uh, the old Auburn Sports Arena, which was next door to Jordan-Hare Stadium. It was the old basketball arena. It still housed the gymnastics team. It caught fire during the game. Oh, wow. And there was this massive black smoke you know, outside of the stadium, and it burned down. 
uh, as a result of that. Uh, and Auburn won the game. Actually, no, uh, LSU won the game. Um, 19 to 15 in the wildest of circumstances. Okay, so Auburn scored to make it 17 15. Mm-hmm. 38 seconds left. So they go for two, right? Uh, but they threw a pick six on the two point conversion, which actually becomes a pick two uh, because you only get the two points oh, really? for running it back. Okay. So they, LSU won 19 to 15. Oh, called weird. the Night of the Barn Burned. Okay. So, um, it's kind of wild. Yeah. Well, let's hope. I mean, that that does sound like biblical proportions, right yeah. there. So Earthquakes and barn burns. We don't. We're not. I'm not advocating for that. And now you're going to say a hurricane is going to open up, you know, all sorts Just of destruction type, like remnants of a hurricane. Okay. So, like rain and wind. Yes. Okay. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what ridiculous lengths you go to to try to justify uh, that solution. I'm what are so you doing sorry. over there? I'm so sorry. What, you, what is happening? It's fast. <laughs> it's fine. My gosh. Okay, so we're back, I think. Are you okay over there? Yes, I'm good. Mississippi State, Texas A&M happening at 4 o'clock, the SEC Network. Maybe a little disrespectful to put this game at 4 o'clock on the SEC Network. Where, where else would you put it? You'd put it at SEC Network at 7.30. You'd put it on ESPN. Why is Georgia-Missouri in prime time in this game at 4 o'clock? Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't either. I, you know, I, I'm the more the season goes on, I just feel like Mississippi State is Rodney Dangerfield again. I'm using that very okay. Dated. I did it. I did it. <laughs> that very dated reference. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I feel like even though they are, uh, what is it? Like the line is, is they are favored. Yeah, four point favorite. Um, even though Texas A&M is ranked number seventeen. Right. I mean, this is just a, a product of its. In Starkville, um, Anaya Smith, star wide receiver for A and M, out for the season. Yeah. So that's a tough blow for A and M's already uh, pedestrian passing attack. Uh, so uh, they're going to have to to really get this one done in the trenches. You'd have to say. Who do you like? Who would you listen to more, Vegas or like a poll, like an AP? Poll oh, Vegas. Thing? Oh, for sure. Oh, okay. the polls are terrible. I mean, the polls are just like, what's your name, basically. Okay. Um, for so the you most, listen for to, the most true. So I wonder if there's like, do you feel like there'll ever be like a shift to like people listening to Vegas more? Do you uh, feel like it's already happening? Listening to, in terms of what? I don't know. Like just like, instead of being gonna... like, they're ranked, Kentucky's ranked number seven. That's How right. How cool is that? It is cool. <laughs> but being like, listening more to like. But also at the same time, being a seven point underdog. <laughs> At Ole Miss. Yeah. Who, to be fair, is ranked 14th. Right. I, I don't know. I feel like Vegas, I mean, Vegas is into making money. Mm-hmm. So they're always going to. Actually, the the. so I've learned from one of your favorite radio hosts mm-hmm. uh, who has a rather large radio show in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. What he says is that Vegas doesn't set the line at who they think is going to win. So they don't think, for instance, that Mississippi State is going to win by four points. Mm-hmm. What they do is they set the line there in order to elicit as much action on that game to bet it as possible. Okay. So they're trying to put it in a place that like just like gets a, as much action. Yeah. So, so you know if and and they don't want to put it in a spot to where like if they said okay Texas A&M is a thirty point favorite. Right. No one would bet that. Well, well, everyone would bet 
Mississippi State, right? Right. Because there's no way that A&M is going to win that game by 30 points. Mm -hmm. That is my lock of the week, by the way, that A&M will not win by 30 points. Okay. That seems very, like, safe and... Like a safe. It's my lock of the week. What are you? Are you, what are you, are you needing a win? No, I'm just I'm saying that that is my lock of the week. week. That is objective. It is measurable. It is something we can definitely is this see. A smart goal here. That we're, we're like we're going to give Bobby Petrino a hard time when they comes back, right? Auburn Jesus is going to show up in a hurricane. It's like what does that even mean? What does that even mean? Anyway, uh, so they're like putting it at minus four because they think that's going to get as much like money. Right, and betting on one side or the other. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the idea behind it, apparently. Okay. I'm not a uh, I'm not a Vegas expert. Have you ever been to Vegas? No, I've never been to Vegas. Oh, I haven't either. I don't think I've ever been that far west. No, and I knew that. I don't know why I asked you that. I think that's – I just wanted to spark conversation. Anyway, um, so uh, Mike Leach's musings for the week. Actually, there wasn't much. I think we were a day early, so I didn't really get a lot of good stuff mm-hmm. from him. Uh, but the, I saw this a couple weeks ago that Mississippi State's roster has maybe the best collection of ridiculous names. Okay. And now I should say not ridiculous, but maybe just memorable and unique. Sure. Uh, okay. Because, I mean, Ben Osborne is probably a ridiculous name in, in some circles. Sure. Uh so anyway, there's some. Let me let me drop some of these names on you. Uh, Daniel Greek. Okay. Going back to a call out. Yeah. Uh, going back to uh, our callback. Uh, George Georgopoulos. Okay. I don't know if that I'm pronouncing that right. That also sounds very Greek. Uh, Asias Furge. Okay. Not Fudge. Furge. Okay. Uh, we've got Nicholas Bargains, Sherman Timms, LaQuinston Sharp. Quatrivius Johnson, Hastings Carruth, DeCarlos Nicholson, Joquavius Marks, Scooby Ford. It's got some good names. There's some good names. So, but I feel like they're all like balanced by like one recognizable name and then the other one like you can kind of get go fun, like go creative with. Massimo Biscardi. Except for him. Yeah. And in, 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 you know, Calvin, English speaking America. Calvin Dinkins. Oh. Oh, do you like Calvin? Yeah. I mean, let's let's look up Calvin a little bit here. Just see. Oh, uh, how do you think this game's gonna go? Um, I, you know, I I really thought about this a lot. So I truly it, have. it really seems like it. I, I go back and forth. I I want Mississippi State to win. Okay. Uh, Why do you hate Texas A and M? I I don't know. I I feel like maybe I just like dunking on them, and I don't the- want to dunk on. <laughs> Uh, Mike Leach. Mike Leach. The Jimbo freakout is hilarious to me. Yeah. It's, it's just there's something about it. And I feel like we've talked about it a little bit where it's like that new money just kind of like bursting your way onto the scene and mm-hmm. IL stuff kind of rubs people the wrong way. Uh so it's uh it's it's kind of a it's kind of a funny thing. Like I want good things for Will Rogers and Mike Leach. Because like it's like why not? Yeah. Like, why not? Right. But like Texas A&M, I feel like that would be annoying if they got all the things that they want. Well, I think it's very possible. Life. Well, unless they completely collapse and everybody transfers, which is, you know, you never know. But I, I feel like they are a threat to Georgia uh, in the coming years, especially. I mean, you think, oh, they're in the West. Well, divisions are going away. So Correct. 
you know, it's not it's not going to be any different. So, uh, but yeah, we'll see what happens there. I I really I like Mississippi State in this game. I like the fact that it's in Starkville. I think that they are in uh, uh, they're well positioned uh, to to go on a a good run here in this game. So we'll see what happens there at four o'clock at three thirty though the big one. Right, we got Bama at Arkansas. Bama and Arkansas. Is no. it at? It's at Bama. No, it it's is in Fayetteville. Okay, that's what I thought. Alabama, a seventeen-point favorite, which I think was around the the favorite number, or the the line against Texas. We know, okay, we know how that turned out. Yeah, yeah. So I think this will be a good game for Bama because I think this is what they need after the Texas game. Well, this is their first test. With all apologies to our dear Commodores, it's their first test since Texas. Right. And, you know, the precursor to next week, which yeah. will be A&M. I mean, the next four games for Bama, well, definitely the next three, uh, where they're at Arkansas and then A&M at home and then at Tennessee, who... Do we know what time that game is yet? What? The Tennessee. Oh, I'm sure that will be... Is that 3.30? I'm sure it'll be 3.30. Okay. Just taking a look here. Yeah, I don't see any other game that I think will be... Uh, Vanderbilt at Georgia, that might be your 3.30 game. Um, no, Florida, LSU, Auburn, Ole Miss, yeah. Yeah. It'll be Kentucky, Mississippi State, it'll be 3.30 mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, but no, I mean, that's a – and then Mississippi State the next week. So it's a it's a tough stretch for Bama. A lot of people, including one Paul Feinbaum, has said he doesn't see Bama getting through this stretch uh, without any, uh, any mark. Uh, there was a prominent uh, football – Ryder from the Athletics, Stuart Mandel, who's predicting Arkansas to win this game. Um, I don't know. I feel like this is one of those times where people are starting to dunk on Alabama a little bit, and we typically know what happens when that occurs. Right. I feel like at the end of the day, Bama is Bama. They still have Will Anderson, who is arguably the best player in college football. I mean, we saw the picture of him at the his team picture, which is terrifying. Right. Um, and they still have Bryce Young, who can do amazing things in crazy situations. Right. They just have to figure out um, how to throw the ball. And I feel like if they can do that this week, then they will be unstoppable. Yeah, and we know Arca- I don't like it. Arca- you know, I mean, it's just, it's just, I mean, we know what happens, right? right. By the end of the year, Alabama is unstoppable. Um, you know, and Arkansas is a terrible pass defense. Right. So this might be the week for them to air it out. Uh, Will Anderson actually said this week his goal for uh, as a player is they want on the road is they want fans to leave their own stadiums at halftime. Oh yeah. So I'm like, well, yeah, we're gonna see what happens. I know. Uh, so in any case, uh, Arkansas Sam, is redding out. Oh, they're redding out. Yes. Well, that's gonna look really great when you're playing the Crimson Tide. I, I guess know. that's a different red, but still, it's hard to to tell. Right. I don't even red out. I mean, that just doesn't. That doesn't yeah. sound. I yeah. mean, that's not as as cool. Uh, Saban has not lost to Arkansas while coach of Alabama. Right. Yeah. This is. Uh, I mean, they play every year, and Bama always wins. Yeah. So. so but I mean, if there's going to be a year, I, it's it's going to be this one. You know, if if there's going to be a year, because Arkansas is not bad, and it's no, at they're home. Not. Yeah. Um, and Bama has weaknesses, at least they did three weeks ago. <laughs> they might have ironed all those out by now. Very possible. Um, there was a story of about 10 years ago, Nick Saban, at the time Sam Pittman was the offensive line coach at Arkansas, 
under your old friend, Brett Bielma. Mm. Uh, and uh, Nick Saban tried to hire Sam Pittman to come to Alabama. So uh, he was uh, asked about this, this that this week, and he said that uh, Pittman said, I'd been here for about four or five weeks and have been talking to players about loyalty and this and that, and you can't be hypocritical. And my mom told me she didn't raise a son that would do that. So that ended that conversation. Right. Uh, and then uh, the follow-up question was, was he tempted to follow the devil to Alabama? Oh, sorry, Saban, uh, to Jeez. Alabama. Uh, yeah, that was, that was a little harsh. But anyway, uh, Sam Pittman said, yes, he was tempted, but I loved it here. And at the time, you know, when I was an assistant coach as well as now, I gave Brett Bilma my word. And with the kids, I was their coach for about five or six weeks. I can't remember. It wasn't very long. And then I called my mom, and she told me she didn't raise a son who would do that. I said, yes, ma'am. And that was the end of that. Gotta love him. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Sweet know, Sam. Here it comes. I Sam. see it in your eyes. I know. There it is. How so, can you not? How uh, can you not well, root for him? I'm not sure. Um, I'm sure Alabama fans will not have any trouble with that on Saturday. So we'll see what happens. But perhaps the biggest game of the day, although Alabama-Arkansas is one at 3.30 on CBS, but perhaps the biggest game of the, ga- the day is in the Grove where Kentucky, for the first time since 2010, is making the trip to Ole Miss. Yeah, ranked seven, as we previously mentioned, and Ole Miss 14. So right. this really, this could have been the 330 game. It very well could have been. Would you have just, like, wet your pants with joy? I. Do you ever wet your pants with joy? Yes. Have you ever met our dog? She wets her pants with joy. Is it joy? Yeah, when she's, like, happy to see us. I guess. Like, it's like the puppy, like, when she was a puppy. Okay. Yeah. So are you... Are you calling me like a, I don't know, <laughs> whatever. Uh, I'm not going to be wetting my pants under any scenario, I would hope. Uh, but in any case, it is ESPN 12 o'clock. There's apparently a big deal these days to have that game. Uh, of course, there's a lot of Kentucky fans who are kind of sad about that because it doesn't mean that they can tailgate a lot in the Grove. And in fact, Lane Kiffin's a little surly about the Grove. Did you hear about this? No. So he wasn't asked a question specifically about this, but he kind of like roped it into a question about having to keep his team focused. Of course, they nearly gave up a big lead to Tulsa last week, uh, a team that's literally called the Hurricane, uh, the Golden Hurricane. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, Kiffin was basically, he included in his answer how he tries to keep his team focused when like last Saturday they, they ran out after halftime to a stadium that looked like a high school crowd. Mm. So the assumption is all the Ole Miss fans are leaving at halftime when the game was, you know, 20-point game at halftime and going back to the Grove uh, to party. Yeah. So Lane's like, well, listen here. We need everybody in the stadium cheering on for the duration of the game. Even against Tulsa. Even against Tulsa. Yeah. I mean, they did. They did. I don't believe they scored in the second half. Yeah. So they struggled and didn't have that, that maybe that full support. What do you think? Does Lane have a point? Yes, I do. I think that, you know, your fan base is a big deal and a big part of the game. It's part big part of recruiting. It's a big part of actually playing the game. It's a big part of the atmosphere. And I think that I think he has a right to say that. Yeah. Um, Whether people listen to him or not. Yeah. You know, the college football attendance has actually been up this year, and I think that's just a recovery after, you know, post-COVID stuff. But that's a big thing. Uh, Like, for instance, Northwestern announced today that they are building a new stadium that is smaller 
than the one they currently have now. Of course, I know that Kentucky a couple of years ago took away some of their capacity seating. So you are seeing this trend of like, and I mean, it's easy to explain why. I mean, you get big screens and HDTV and all these things to where you can stay home and watch. But at Ole Miss, it's it's more of an experience, right? I mean, you have the Grove and you have the Square. We were there, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a lovely place. So if you are playing Tulsa and you're up by 20 at halftime, like, why are you staying in the stadium? Right. You know, so I understand the logic behind it, but I also see that Lane Kiffin has a definite point. Why are you in Oxford to begin with? Right. You're there to help cheer your team on. So I feel like this I'm, is I'm, kind I'm, of – I'm team Kiffin on this team one. team Kiffin. I for do sure. feel like this is um, a very old Miss thing to do is to be like, mm, I'm going to go back to my tent with my chandelier and just like – lay back in my lounge chair so what are you saying about old miss fans what are you generalizing i, I think that you can interpret that as no well. i think you should spell it out for us <laughs> no i'm just Let saying i feel like um old miss fans know how to tailgate and that might take priority over other things okay so just like, like the game okay all right so um, you're saying they're very industrious and they know how to have a good time right okay so and they prioritize uh, that. You're, yeah, you're not you're not giving them any sort of bulletin board material. No. Okay. Coward. Uh, so this game also is kind of representing a kind of a a different way of playing for both teams. Ole Miss, uh, which was known in the first two years of Kiffin, is throwing it all over the yard. They have been they have the fourth best rushing attack in the nation. Uh, whereas the last several years, Kentucky couldn't barely uh, throw a forward pass some mm-hmm. years, uh, and that is not a, uh exaggeration to say. But this year, Kentucky's fourth in the SEC in passing and 26th in the country and cannot run the ball to save their life. But, of course, Chris Rodriguez is back this weekend. Oh, really? He is. A, he has returned. All right. So, uh, And there is some question whether Ole Miss's top two running backs will even play. So, a little bit of intrigue when it comes to that. Um, should be a good one. Ole Miss, a touchdown favorite. Some people are saying that may be a bit too high. Hmm. What do you think? I don't know. How I wonder how many people you listen to are those people that say they're too high. I don't know. Is I it know. like all the Kentucky people? That's really what I'm getting at. I'm not sure. I guess we'll find out, shall we? Um, I think it'll be a good game. Yeah. I, I, I wish this was the 3.30 game for some reason, but I just yeah. do. Have you, because uh, it's already sold out, It's gonna be. it's going to be a good game. Have you seen uh, Old Miss's new helmets? Yes, the, the real tree camo. Yes. Yeah. So this is they have. New... So it's like they took white helmets and just like threw paint, blue paint on them. Yes, they're not the the prettiest helmets I've ever seen, but I think it's interesting that they have this like cross promotional thing. It's where with this company called Realtree, which does something with hunting equipment. Yeah, you was... do you not know what Realtree? No, I don't know what Realtree is. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. Did you just hear me explain it? But it's it's founded by an Ole Miss alum, and so they're having this cross promotional thing where their logo is on the helmets, and I think that's interesting. I don't recall oh, yeah, that help th- that happening. The team is sponsored. Yeah, yeah, I don't recall that happening on a helmet in college football, or at least in SEC football, which yeah. is my world. Oh no, I don't. I don't. So remember. I think I think it's interesting. It's also yeah. interesting that the helmets are really ugly, and it's wow. really sad. Wow, because it's like camo, 
and not a big camo girl. I are just you? feel like old miss you, is you not are, a camo. You, well, you're not a big camo person. No, you're I've not a camo never person at all. worn camo You've in my life. Never seen me wear camo either. No, we're not a camo family. No, we're not. Uh, the reason why I know Realtree is they sponsored a NASCAR team in the late nineties, okay. early two thousand. You don't know Realtree, Dave and then Marcus, all you know I believe. is it was just like seventy. NASCAR. It was like seventy years old out there racing. This is my life, is you make me feel really dumb about not knowing something. Well, that's your decision and, to feel dumb. And I'm not saying anything it's like about it. It's like some random thing of why you know it. It's like, I mean, what, what else is it's like everybody what else is knowledge? know it. What else is knowledge but a collection of strange sources? Yeah, but you act like everybody knows what Realtree is. I feel like a lot of people do. Okay, like your NASCAR people? Or what do you mean your NASCAR well, people? Well, you said that's the reason that you know it. Is who are you talking about? <laughs> those people. Ole Miss fans, right? That's who you're talking about. Actually, no, it's definitely Mississippi State fans. Yeah, that's what I've heard is a lot of I mean, people that, are like, y'all are making fun Mississippi of Mississippi State. State. That's what I was thinking. If, I, if I'm if i a Mississippi State fan, I'm a little offended by this because Ole Miss is not the camo school. Right. right? I, I would argue, like, okay, let's go anti-camo rankings in the SEC. Okay. Who's number one? Vanderbilt. I would agree with that. Who's number two? Um, maybe Ole Miss. I'm going Ole Miss. I mean, who, maybe Missouri. No, Missouri is like oh, that's camo. Very, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I'm so not. Sure. I'm not. They are a little haughty. Qualified. I would. I wouldn't put them in the top. But like, who else is like more? I don't know who. Who? Who is the top camo school? Um, probably Mississippi State. I tell you, it's Mississippi State. But I tell you, who also like unintentionally is that is florida yeah i was about to you say know, florida, florida doesn't mean to but i think they kind of stumble into well it. no i think florida and then auburn alabama no, georgia I, no there's i don't a know lot. about auburn no it's an ag school okay. i think definitely auburn yeah i think but i think any if you're in the south and no I, I would go i would go heavy. i would see the the deep south the kind of the the center i i think this is a more of a periphery thing i think it's like i would go arkansas I would go Mississippi State. I would go Florida. I would go Kentucky. I would go Tennessee. I think that's my no. that's my five camo, because everybody else in like the Alabama schools and Georgia, you're just they're they're too like there's a the the, the Greek no, element is yeah. too like when you watch those games, it's like okay, literally like I see so much money here, and like I my vision of camo is like there there is only so much if you are got that like old money. Like, there's only so much you can connect with the camo. See, I think that's where your, like, your bias is coming from. Okay, tell me what my bias is. Because I don't, I think that you see Alabama and Georgia as these, like, country club schools. Which they are. Which, uh, okay. They very much are. You know why? Because country clubs are in the inside. They're right in the middle of the conference. And you got all these, like, people on the outside. Sure, so Who? geographically. Yes, I really okay. do think so. Okay, but I think that there is a there there's old money, but there's also old money at like A&M and there's old money yeah, at but Tennessee. That, listen, and like there I mean like I I just I think this is flawed. I think you're okay. you're biased. It might be. It might be. Yeah. I still think my my top ones are the top ones. Okay, sure. I, I would not put Alabama, Auburn and Georgia in that the elite of the camo category. Okay. Mississippi State, Tennessee, Arkansas, Kentucky, Florida. Okay. Agree to disagree. What about I South just Carolina? Think that you're missed. biased against them. Okay, fine. I mean, we're all biased against everything. <laughs> um, Texas A&M, though. I mean, 
Well, they're definitely camo. I don't even. <laughs> I mean, who knows what Texas A and M is? They're A and M. They're ag. They're definitely camo. No. Okay. No. Agriculture and camo is not the same thing. I think it is. It is absolute. No. Agriculture is camo is hunting. Yes. Hunting culture is not agriculture. There may be some overlap on the Venn diagram, but it is not one to one. Okay, every ag person I have ever met in my life, which I have met about ten <laughs> dozen, <laughs> then I, I, they all wear camo. No, but then there's this other subsect who are not, who are more rural, but not ag people that also love camo, right? And maybe like more pink camo and stuff like that oh okay you know okay yeah sure but they probably have gone mudding when i have not Ooh. so can i really even be talking about this when i don't know well anything obviously about I'm, camo. obviously worn, i'm the uh i'm the authority here. i've worn a camo bandana once <laughs> when what, i had to what a rebel i think i it was like a camo dress up that night is in college a, that is an edgy move and i just you. bought a bandana <laughs> Sounds that's like all I could get. again, UGA, not the camo capital of the world. No, that's me. I'm yeah. not the camo. I went to a camo party there. Okay. So, where everyone had to go out and buy camo see, for that. See, that's event. where your bias is coming in. No, you don't I know bet that. that's a fact. No, I bet you at least 80% of the that. people didn't have something camo. They had to go buy it themselves. You don't know that. Why is that bias? Like, why is that? It's just a statement of what I think. Like, I'm not, we're not associating like camo to be like the best thing here. No, I you know, think it's that, not that it's not that we say like it's. I think that there's a large population of Georgia, and you only see the Greek oh, part. I totally agree with that. That's true. That's absolutely and so, true. And the Greek part is going to be I less. I don't think camo. I think it's an ag school. I think there's a, a lot, lot of what of the Georgia I see is going to UGA. What? I think a lot of the Georgia that I see is going to UGA. What do you mean well, a lot of the well, Georgia? A lot of Metro Atlanta. Right. That is who goes to, to Georgia. Right. And I think it's like a UNC type thing because it's gotten so competitive That's that you're good. going to get yeah. more of the like Metro Atlanta so who is So who there. is the NC State of Georgia? Because I would say NC State is probably the camo school in yeah, but they're the ag school. Like, I mean, it's hard too because you ha- you're always going to have that kind of population at Georgia because yeah. they're the ag school. Yes. Okay. Tell me about your time in Athens and and how in your experience there because I feel like you are not you're speaking out of things you don't know. That's what I do every time <laughs> I talk here. Like what else are you expecting me to do? You think I know what I'm talking about? Because I it's like Kentucky, you know, like they're the ag school. They're always going to have more camo than Louisville. Right. Right. Even if they're become their campus is becoming less and less like that, which is true. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's it's just, it's the same thing. Okay. But in this sense, in Georgia, you're comparing Georgia to who? Georgia Tech. Southern. Real quick. Any camo clothing at Georgia Tech? No. None. None. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> none. Looking for a new coach, by the way. I know. We'll see who they get. Yeah, so anyway, uh, that's our very long discussion on camo. Did not expect to have that, but hey, here we are. Uh, <laughs> uninformed. Uninformed. There's probably people beating their heads Yeah, that actually are well, like, these people don't know what they're talking about. Well, again, I just told you the secret. We don't. Yes, that's true. That's <laughs> uh, true. Betting with Brittany, are you ready? Hold on. Can we, so Florida's playing East Washington. Betting with Brittany, are you ready? 
on Sunday, Eastern Washington. Why are they playing Eastern Washington? I have no idea. A, I'm very confused. B, I really just want to tell you their top three players Who? on their team. Eastern Washington? Yes. Okay. Okay, ready? Please do. Their quarterback is named Gunnar Talkington. Okay, I look, slow down. Talkington? Yes. Oh, just get, yeah. Their wide receiver is named Efton Chisholm the third. The third. Yeah. And their running back is named Silas Perriella. Silas Perriella. Yeah. Listen, sign these guys up for Mississippi State. I mean, I, I mean, feel like this is all like a children's book. Like Gunnar Talkington, Efton Chisholm the third. It's totally the Prince Wednesday. Of, yeah. Oh, of the yeah. Book, oh, right? yeah. So, anyways, I just, I, would, that popped up and I was like, I can't. Would Prince Wednesday ever wear camo? No, he would not. <laughs> he, you know what? He would because he's that terrible. Like, who likes Prince Wednesday? Yeah, nobody does. Nobody. Yeah. What about Prince Tuesday? He's a little bit better, but. I like him. You he's like, like him? He's like the cool old, older brother pops in every now and again. Yeah. He's like he's off the, like, Prince school or something. Yeah. I don't know where he's at. I mean, he's definitely better than Prince Wednesday. Yeah. But, King. you know, there's probably some, some dynamics there. Yeah. It's a weird family, by the way. Yeah. Get the more creative with your uh, first name options. Uh, betting with Brittany, what are you going with today? All right. Let's do, like, let's do Arkansas-Bama. Okay. Um. So, what's that line? Arkansas-Bama, 17-point favorite for the Crimson Tide. Um, I'm going to say cover for Bama. Okay. So, they'll win by... More than 17. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's in. You wrote it in pen. Dang it. Um, let's do UK Old Miss. Old Miss, a seven-point favorite. Um, I'm going to say Old Miss to cover. How dare you? You don't know that I'm not saying UK can't win. You just did. You I'm... said Old Miss is going to win by at least seven points. Oh. <laughs> You would think after a year and a half you would have figured out how this works, but Jeez. no, we move on. Okay. And what's the last? What's the last one? No, then I want to do UK to cover. You okay? All right, fine. I'll just let you change it. If you just jinx, okay, Kentucky loses. It's your fault. You just Why? did. It. You Why? just did. Because I picked them. Yeah, you just changed it. You just uh, messed with the aura of the universe. Well, I, I, I didn't change it in my head. I just said the wrong thing. So. Oh sure. Okay. All right, and then let's do LSU Auburn. LSU, nine-point favorite on the road. Um, I'm going to say LSU covers. Okay, so just to review, you're saying LSU covers after saying that Auburn Jesus is going to show up in a hurricane. Yeah, it's so, be really close, so Auburn can still win. Yeah, over nine points at the end of the game right. because you just said LSU is going to cover. So, so that it's means not going to be close. It's going right. to be a nine-point win or more. So, but I, that means Auburn can still win. No. Dang it. Okay, not with I, your, you're changing again? I'm just, I'm sorry. So now you're saying Auburn's going to cover. I'm going to say Auburn's going to cover, but it's going to be close because I think Auburn Jesus will show up. Okay. Which means that Auburn will win. Yes. Because Jesus doesn't show up in a loss. You don't waste Jesus' time. Right. On an Auburn loss. So, okay. But well. even if they do lose a close game, I still get it. So. You get what? The The money. Oh, the money. Yes. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay. We've done some things. Uh, so, yeah, we've done betting. Uh, we've done that and that. Yeah, I think that's it. We're, we're up to near our old friend 50 minutes again. It's our camo talk. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. Uh, we got out of control. Uh, I got to watch Lord of the Rings now. Okay. I mean, this show is awesome. Okay. So you're going to watch it too, right? Nope. Nope.
You're not? No, I'm not. I will fall asleep <sighs> so fast. Okay. All right, I'm Ben. I'm Brittany. And this has been You, Me, and the SEC. Bye.